Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Monika Stevanovic. Monika is an electrical engineer turned transformational empowerment coach. She's a certified Kundalini yoga teacher and founder of Harmonic Hearts. Monica works with busy professionals who feel like something is missing in their lives and who want to do the deep interpersonal work to uncover their hidden gifts and live an authentic, joy-filled life. For the first 20 years of her career, Monica worked in the corporate world where she was a sought-out consultant coaching the world's most prestigious Fortune 500 companies. Today, she uses her unique experience to teach her clients spiritual concepts with a practical approach, bridging the gap between science and spirituality. Oh, I love that. Welcome, Monica. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I have been really looking forward to it. Beautiful. It's a blessing to have you with us, and I am excited to be learning from you today. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Wow, this is a big question and something that I have thought about for so much of my life. So um, as you shared in my bio, you know, a lot of my background was in the corporate world. I was an engineer after university. Um, And I spent so much time, so much of my life um, in my, in my brain, in my head, in the left side of my brain. And it was literally like the whole right side of my circuitry, like the right side of my brain wasn't even activated. And so I spent so much of my life just doing versus being. And um, because I did, because I embodied so much, so much more of the masculine traits it was like a whole journey for me to even learn about what the feminine even was. And, um, and so I spent a lot of time understanding it and learning to bring it into my life. And so for me, feminine, the feminine energies are about being, about receiving, about flow, about um, allowing things to come to you, about creativity, um, you know, Versus the masculine that's about doing. And it's not that one is wrong and one's right. They're both needed and we both have both of them in us. And there's a beautiful balance of both energies. Um, For my, you know, based on my own journey, I just had so much more of one, so much more masculine based on what I was doing. And I had to learn to embody the the feminine aspects um, into, into my being. Mm-hmm. I can so resonate with what you're saying there, Monica. I, I share a very similar background in terms of being very much in the masculine energy for quite a bit of my life. So I can completely understand what you're talking about. I am wondering if you could share a challenge with us that you have faced that's really helped you to, to activate sacred feminine power within you and on your path. So I will share my story of when I discovered some unique gifts that I have that I never even knew I had. So as I mentioned, you know, being in this dominant masculine energy for so much of my life, I didn't even know what it looked like to, to receive or to, um, or to 
be in that feminine space. And, um, and I have always been very interested in music. So for most of my life, I, I played music, but I always played someone else's music and, um, I could copy someone, you know, pretty well, but when it came to writing my own and creating my own music, like at that time in my life, you know, for most of my life, I was like impossible. Like it's literally impossible. I am not creative. There's not a creative bone in my body. I can create a very beautiful Excel spreadsheet for you if you want. But when it comes to like creativity, there's not a creative bone in my body. And, um, in 2019, um, I was very lucky because I had an opportunity to take a sabbatical from my job. So at that time, I had been working, in, you know, in the corporate world, nine to five job. And in that modality, like, you know, my brain, my routine, like everything was very masculine. And it was the way that I was used to living. And by taking this sabbatical, it was my own mini version of Eat, Pray, Love, where I, I first went to Costa Rica and then to um, Bali, and then I ended up in Australia. And through this experience, I um, removed myself from my routine where I, um, you know, and during the, and during these five weeks, I did a lot of deep inner personal work, work just to like bring more awareness to myself. And it was a beautiful journey. And I came back and my guitar teacher, because I would, I was still taking guitar. I was taking guitar lessons weekly because I loved playing music. I just didn't think I have had the creativity on my, like, you know, to create something myself. And so I came back to my lesson and I said to my teacher, I said, "Hey, you know, I would really like to write a song based on my my journey." And he said, "Wonderful." He said, "Do you want me to write it with you, or do you want me just to hold the space and like help you do it yourself?" And I cringed, but I was like the second one, even though that sounds so uncomfortable. And this was a pivotal transitional moment in my life. And I remember this so clearly. And I was sitting there and I was trying to come up with some like lyrics to like, um, to, to, you know, to, I was trying to come up with lyrics. I was trying to come up with a melody and I saw so clearly how I would like limit myself and like my limiting thinking, like blocked any sort of creativity or anything that to like happen or flourish. And I saw it happening before my eyes, like energetically how I blocked myself. And during this experience, I was after, you know, you know, having five weeks, you know, learning to go inward and to observe, et cetera. I said, no, like you're not going to get in the way this time. And so there, there was a transition where I had to like get over that part of myself and say, no, because I, what, I, what, I, what I was telling myself was that whatever I wrote or whatever I came up with was bad or wrong from the very, very beginning. And I had to say, no, like I had to become bigger than that thought that, that, than that belief. And I, I stopped letting it be a loud voice in my head. And at that moment is when I started to learn about the feminine and the creative process. And I had to, you know, like I had this perception that like writing a song or something like that, like I didn't understand how that worked. Like I was a very linear thinker where like everything had to be in order. Like you give me 10 steps to follow in a process. I could do that so easily. And entering the non-linear world, which is the feminine, in my opinion, I didn't know what that looked like. And, um, and I had to 
like, it's like my brain literally had to change and I had to learn to be. And then I stepped into the creative process and then it became this beautiful dance and this beautiful journey with, uh, um, to, to start to create music. And it was like the songs that I started to write then it was like, they were like, became like entities. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was like this beautiful thing. And I had to learn to get into the place to create space for music to be created. And it was very nonlinear. So like, as I was writing music, but like sometimes the lyrics at the end of the song would come to me. Sometimes it would be like something in the middle, I would be dreaming and like another piece would come in. And it was like this beautiful cosmic puzzle that like started to come together to create the song in a very nonlinear way. And it was me having to create space and get into a place of being and receiving so so that I could actually hear what the song needed. So it was this combination. So there, there, were, there were masculine aspects to what I was doing. I had to send out the signal for it with the intention. So that was the, the doing part of it. So this is what I want to create. Okay, universe, this is what we're creating. Then I had to wait and see what would come back so that it, you know, to bring it into the song. And so it was this beautiful co-creative dance that I, this journey, this this approach that I learned to um, embody and, and it's been a a wild ride ever since then. (laughs) I bet it has been. I love how you described that. And I especially love the expression of entering the nonlinear world of the feminine. That's a really beautiful way of putting it. Uh, Are you now producing, uh, writing music and playing it yourself? Yeah. So right now, you know, so I've written, I think, five songs um, with my teacher. So I I do all the writing and the lyrics and the melody, and then um, I'll work with him and he'll help me compose it and like bring in other instruments and he'll do all the engineering. So it's, it's a really beautiful collaboration. And yeah, so there's slowly but surely my goal is to eventually have an album, but I'm just, you know, taking it one day at a time to get there. Mm, I love that and I would love to hear your songs. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah, they're they're all you know, that was another thing is that for so long I you know I, I cared what people thought and I was so scared to share my music because I was like, well, what if people don't like it? And I got to a place where I was like, it doesn't matter because if this is my creation, it's something that is uniquely me and it feels beautiful to me. It really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's just, you know, just the fact that I'm able to create something and have it out in the world that in itself is, is the goal. And um, yeah, so I had to, I had to get through those, those barriers in my head of, of sharing my music, which, um, which was interesting, but I do have a few songs out there on SoundCloud. So I'm happy to share them with you. Mm, beautiful thank you so much now um you've kind of started to allude towards this already monica but uh, i would love to hear a little bit more about now that you have stepped into that more feminine energy as well and are more in your creative flow and creative space what was the hidden blessing in that challenge that you went through and how is it supporting you especially in terms of the work that you do now so it was, it was a blessing. Like 
I still pinch myself right now where I'm like, I can't believe that I could do that. Like, I can't believe I can write a song. So it's, it was this amazing discovery um, that I had talents and gifts inside of me that I didn't think I had, you know, so we, we go on and we live our lives thinking that we are the way we are, but it's fascinating because as we expand and integrate more with ourselves, there are more and more and more gifts available to us. And it's the journey is ever expansive and flowing and beautiful. And so it was this beautiful discovery for me that there was more available to me that I didn't know was available to me. So like that, that in itself is something that, um, was a surprise and a delight. And that's what I, I love to help people with is because we may think, you know, I feel like we all have that um, intuition inside where we know there's something more, but we don't know what it is. And that's kind of where I was too. And when I followed my path and kept taking it step by step and, and you know, allowed things to unfold the way they were meant to unfold the discover Like it was, it was there, like there were gifts there where I didn't think that, that they were. And so I love to help people find out that there, there is more to them than they think today. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. And I would also love to hear a little bit more about your journey in terms of how did an electrical engineer become a transformational empowerment coach? <laughs> would you please share a bit more about that? Oh, yes. That, that's been a journey in itself. So, yeah. So, I mean, my background, I mean, I um, became an engineer because, I, I mean, there, there are three things I was always really good at. I was good at math. I was good at learning languages and I was good at music. And like it had to do with, um, you know, the way that my brain works in terms of identifying patterns and, you know, being the glue, like figuring out how things connect to each other. And so, you know, I had always been like a curious person and, um, you know, wanted to to understand how things worked. And from a very young age, it's really interesting because even though I, I worked in the corporate world, you know, and I started off in the traditional path at the same time, I was very interested in, um, learning about like what makes us tick as humans. Like, why are we on this earth? Um, you know, where did we come from? Um, what is our purpose here? And it was a constant search for me to discover, you know, like what it, like why, like I had so many questions. And so literally, and also I had this deep feeling inside of myself that something was missing. And so for most of my life, I was on this search, even though I was working in the corporate world and I would go like literally everything, like literally every type of conference or book or, you know, meditation journey or yoga or plant medicine, like any, anything that I got called to, I would do it because there was something inside of me that, um, like, it was like, I had to find something like, it was like looking for a treasure. Um, it was like this treasure I was meant to find. And I was on a mission my whole life to figure out what this treasure was. And so I did everything. 
And all of the things I did were like important because one thing led to the next thing, which led to the next thing. And, um, and so my, I would say my journey for the most of my life until about 2018 was very intellectual. So I understood things in my brain, but I didn't know how to embody anything. I didn't even know what embodiment was. Um, and I had an experience, um, on a plant medicine journey four years ago in 2018, where, um, you know, I went into the journey, like thinking I was going to heal ancestral trauma and like all of these other things were going to happen. I was like going to go into space or something like that. And that's what happened to everybody else. But of course I was different. And so after my journey, so during my journey, and that was, you know, a lot happened during that week, but what I felt is a lot of energy moving in my body. And so what I felt was I had, it felt like, like, um, it was like this cool eucalyptus like energy that started to flow inside of my chest. And I felt it swirl around my chest as if someone was etching like a circle with like a, you know, in, in the center of my chest. And I was so confused. I said, what is happening here? And I asked, you know, like, is my heart chakra activating? And the answer was yes. And then I asked, what is this? And I had one answer and it was portal. And I was like, portal, like, what does that mean? You know, and at that point, um, you know, so I left that experience and that started a whole new journey. But at that point in my life was when I started the process of embodying of embodying energy. And I remember after this week, like everybody was like, the whole goal is to merge with your soul. I'm like, I don't even know what that means, but okay. And everybody had these stories. I'm like, everybody merged with their soul, but me. And I was really disappointed and I left. And I remember, um, it's fascinating now because now like I see how things layer and how everything is a seed for something else. And I was like, wow, like how, I I had no idea what kind of gift I was given at that moment in my life. Um, And and after that experience, I was like, okay, well, chakras are real, obviously, because what happened like the like in my chest, it felt like like light was like pouring through the center of my of my body. Um, and like, and like pouring out. And I was like, well, there's definitely something there, which is why when the journey started to become a Kundalini yoga teacher, because I really wanted to understand the energy systems in the body, in the body. I really wanted to understand how all these different things worked. And so I went on that journey to become a teacher. And then, um, I had another heart activation last year, and this one was like way more intense. And like, I, I, the only way I could explain what happened to me is like, I became like a Marvel character with like light shining out of my heart. Um, and during that experience, I had, um, one message come to me and it said, you know, you have one job and one job only, and it's to attune to this light, to this frequency and emanate it. And when that happened, everything changed for me and, I wanted, all I wanted to do is talk about how to get to this place, how we can all get to this place. And there were some beautiful lessons about, you know, what, you know, about how, about what our heart space is, how we attune to it and what, um, 
like once we attune to our heart space, what does that mean? And so that started a whole body of work for me to understand the heart, to understand um, how to connect to the heart, um, how to take, how to align your heart frequency. So basically what, what I learned was that over time, so like humanity, we are it's like everything in the universe works in harmony. So everything is a fractal within a fractal within a fractal. It's all very, very deeply connected. And through design, you know, humans have gone into separation from this complete harmony and alignment with everything that is. And right now during this massive transformation that we're going through as, as a species, what we're learning to do is to get back into our hearts, which means that we're learning to align with all of the, um, with the universal flow that already is. And from my experience, I learn, um, you know, you do it through the heart centers. I'm sure there's other portals and, you know, through your work, Emmy, you do a lot of with, with the womb and there are other portals in the body to do it. Just so far, my experience has been the heart mm -hmm. and, and learning to, to align. And so what was shown to me is through our heart centers. That's how we attune to nature. That's how we attune. Like that's how we align with all the frequencies. And so long story short, after that whole long experience, that whole journey, um, all I want to do is, is figure out, you know, how to be in that frequency and, um, and teach others how to do it as well. Mm. That is so beautiful and so powerful. And I now keep seeing you as this Marvel character with light shining. <laughs> beautiful. I, I know we watch these movies like the on TV and some of them are very activating. And like, you know, like I was like, I actually experienced it. It was, it was funny. Like before my experience, I was on a blind date with someone who had been on a near death, who, who had had a near death experience. Mm -hmm. And he said that, he accessed this light and this power that he had. It was like, there was so much power that he like, couldn't even articulate what it was. And I remember talking to him and I was like, I believe you, but I have no like concept of what you're talking about because, because like that seems so foreign. And he came out, like he came back to life and there were two priests there and they were like, wanting to pray for him. He was like, no, no, no. He's like, let me pray for you because like this light, this power, that's it, you know? And then four or five months later, I had my experience where I felt this power that he was talking about. And when we, you know, I heard from, for so much of my life that we are so powerful, but I had no idea that this was like literal, like it's literal. Like there's so much power, like in the deep recession, like the deeper you go into your heart, you can, there is a place where you can find this power and it is, um, it's like beyond words, what we, we actually are. And only a small trickle of that is like, what's what we <laughs> express in our day-to-day -day life, but there's so much more there that we can learn to integrate with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So very true. And I know that you are also in, in many ways stepping into a bigger place of power around your visibility very soon. Would you please share us a little bit more about the, um, the summit that you're going to be running? Yes, I am so, so excited for this summit. So um, I, uh, I, I put together a beautiful summit. It's called Step Into Your Power, 
crush your inner critic, discover your unique gifts, and live the life you really want to live. And I gathered 23 beautiful speakers um, who who are all talking about this very topic, how to step into your power. And there's more than one way to get there, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring so many different perspectives to, to this conversation. And so I have, I have healers, I have various, um, you know, metaphysics experts. I have a woman who um, is an expert on how to tell your story. Um, I have a, 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 you know, a couple people coming in to talk about their weight loss journey and how they really learned to, um, you know, step into their power that way. So there's an Emmy, of course, will be one of my my speakers. Um, and so very, very excited about about everyone that that's coming um, coming for that. And so the, the event will formally launch on on May second. Um, it will be eleven days. So two interviews will be released per day. And um, it's just going to be a really fun, beautiful event where a lot of voices are. Um, I think a lot of these these messages need to be heard right now at this time. Oh, absolutely. This is really a time when we need to hear these messages around power and different ways in which we can truly step into our power as well. So thank you for, for creating this beautiful summit and for really stepping into a bigger place of power yourself around visibility through this. So much, much appreciated and excited to be speaking there as well. Um, I'll include the link uh, to the summit uh, in the intro text for the podcast as Perfect. well. Yeah. And Monica, if our listeners wanted to find out more about you and work with you, how would they find you? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram. It's at harmonic.hearts. And um, you can you know, send me a DM that way. And, uh, and then you can also, you know, sign up for the summit. I'll be um, hosting a, a workshop at the end, like on May 17th after the summit. So you can come join if you, if you buy a VIP ticket um, for the summit, you'll get a free ticket to that workshop. Um, and uh, you'll also get all the, the videos and also a, a PDF guide with 24 practices to step into your power. So you'll find when you watch the interviews, there will be, um, so every speaker has a practical tip or a trick that, um, they shared with our audience so they can step into their power today. Um, and that's a great thing to, to add to your toolbox. So if you, you can certainly listen to the end of each interview, but if you want a handy guide, um, that has them all summarized for you, that's part of the VIP package. And that will be sent out after the, um, at the end of the summit. Mm, sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for that. Now, Monica, is there anything else that's still arising for you that you would like to share with our listeners before we wrap up? Wow, there, there's so much to talk about, but um, I think the only last thing I'll share is this idea of stepping into your power. Um, I One of the most ironic things is that I, I, I felt like I had stepped into my power in many ways in my life already. But then when I had, when I started putting on the summit, I found it very ironic because I was like, I am finding myself having to step into my own power to put this summit on. And, um, and it, it, I had this beautiful realization that, it, you know, the journey never ends, you know, like I can share where I am on my journey as well as, as well as everyone else, but we're all learning. We're all on this journey together. 
And um, it's just a beautiful um, evolution um, that that we're all on. And so, so that's just one tidbit I wanted to share. And um, I'm so excited to, to see you all at the summit. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And indeed, it is a continuous journey and just takes you deeper and deeper into this spiral of life. So thank you for reminding us about that. Mm. Thank you, Monica, for sharing your wisdom and putting together this beautiful summit and also for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate having you having had you as a guest and really learning from you about how you can really truly step away from a life that no longer feels aligned and start creating a life that feels so aligned in so many ways and allows you to grow and expand on your path as well. Yes, very beautiful. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. Mm, Absolutely. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this beautiful energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this energy to everyone and everything on our planet to remember that we are all truly one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also ascend and heal. Thank you so much for listening.